Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Ksenia Yudina. Ksenia, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, George. Let's do it. Yes, let's let's do this. Ksenia is a CFA. She is the CEO of UNEST and an expert in saving for children's education. She was just named a rising star by the Los Angeles Business Journal. Excited to have you on. Ksenia, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, George, as you mentioned, um, our company, UNEST, help parents build a better future for their kids uh, by providing access to, you know, cost-effective and tax-advantaged financial solutions. And the reason I decided to start the company is because it's the problem that hit close home. <laughs> First of all, I graduated from uh, UCLA. I got my MBA and after graduation, I uh, also got 180000 in student loans. Um, so that was like very, very painful. No kidding. And, you know, I yeah, I, I experienced firsthand how difficult it is to recover from, you know, significant student debt. And a lot of my friends live through the same problem. And then after graduation, I joined a company called Capital Group, uh, which is also a parent company of American Funds. So you must might have heard about it. Sure. It's famous in, uh, in the United States. And they actually were the largest provider of 529 plans in the country. So I gained a lot of great insights about <clears throat> college savings plans, 529 plans, and why the current existing process of setting up and managing the plans is very, you know, confusing, time-consuming, and pretty intimidating for the families. Uh, I was working primarily with high net worth individuals that, you know, could probably afford the college regardless for their kids, and uh, I made it my personal goal to make, uh, you know, college savings plans available and accessible to average people of, you know, families of all income levels, of all economic backgrounds, not just wealthy families. Nice and then, you know, also, like, you know, I, I, I was a parent myself, you know, I had three kids and, you know, like I, I got my MBA and CFA, you know, while working at Capital Group uh, and while taking care of young kids. So it could definitely relate to this notion that for parents, saving for the children is definitely the number one priority, right? That's what they care for. And then. Yeah, I, in, in terms of like, you know, your question, why I do what I do and, you know, why I'm, I'm excited about this, I would just say that, you know, I was very excited about applying my education and, you know, knowledge from the industry and uh, personal experience to help other families secure the kids' financial future. Yeah, it's a, I appreciate everything you just said. Um, it is, I mean, what a, what a tricky place that, that you, find yourself in with a one with or you did with $180,000 of student loans and that's certainly something you asked me if I had kids when we got on the call and I do and if I could do 
well, I don't know if it's number one, but it's certainly in the top 10 of help my kids yeah. with their financial future. It's not have them graduate with $100,000 of student debt. So I think that that is, and the cost of education, you know, who knows what COVID's going to do to it. And maybe it's going to level it off, but it's certainly been going up and up and up. And I know that if I ever want to freak somebody out, then I'll just show them what college is going to cost in 20 years based on current uh, <laughs> current inflation. Absolutely. Absolutely. No kidding. That the college tuition inflation is six percent compared Ugh. to like average consumer inflation of two percent, right? So it's like triple of that. Yeah. So what 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 are we, we, we mentioned a five twenty nine plan and odds are people are mm-hmm. sort of familiar with that. What are some other ways that, that, that people are saving for for education? Yeah, that's a great question. So when we started the company at UNAS, we actually were focusing primarily on 529 plans due, like, due, of course, to the tax benefits. But what we quickly realized uh, and learned from our families is that parents actually want to have more flexibility with what they can save and invest for. So the problem with 529 is that it's strictly used for educational expenses and if the child decides not to go to college or receive the scholarship or financial aid the earnings from the account you know will be subject to 10 percent penalty and the parents unfortunately loses the tax benefits so the feedback that we got from the customers really kind of inspired them to launch another type of product that has more flexibility also has tax advantages but uh is not exposed to those type of penalties as 529 and it's not attached to the state it's not attached to just educational expenses this product is called utma and you mentioned that you know some people probably know about 529 based on our estimates uh 70 percent of people actually do not know about 529 so that's pretty like you know the number is still very low and i would say probably 95 percent of people have never heard about utma although it's tremendous it's a great uh, vehicle to save for kids' future. Much more flexibility, tax advantages, and people can save not only for education, but you know, for the child's first car, for down payment on the house, or the wedding day. In addition, like what we heard from um, our families, especially actually with dads, <laughs> is that they actually inquired about possibility of constructing like interesting investment portfolios, kind of becoming portfolio manager for their kid and you know put some individual stocks or even alternative investments in the child's account so utma actually provides that type of flexibility as well you know it's more um flexible in, in terms of the investment choices for parents nice i appreciate that for some reason i have it in my head that that utmas have been around for longer than 529 plans is that you can tell me i'm yes. wrong no you're absolutely right but they haven't been that promoted by the financial advisors, right, for the variety of reasons. Usually financial advisors are working with high net worth individuals, right? Like, so my job at Capital Group was to service high net worth individuals. And we were leaning on 529 because it was the best um, tax shelter for them, right? But if you think about our customers at UNAP, that are saving, you know, hundred to hundred dollars per month, so they fall into like low to mid income, uh, you know, uh, tier. Actually, for them, UTMAs make more sense because uh, on UTMAs, the tax advantages are up to twenty two hundred in annual earnings, 
pets. So every year, you basically get in like up to 2,200. For high net worth individuals, they can exceed that, right? But for our customers, like it's typically they would not exceed that. So tax advantages are pretty similar, but more flexibility. Okay, G- give me that. Give me that breakdown again. You said up to twenty two hundred dollars, and what is that for? Yeah, so basically, uh, if you contribute into your account and you have investment gains, right? So the first one thousand of investment gains gains is absolutely tax free, and the rest of it is going to be taxed on at the child's uh, tax rate. So it's also tax advantage. It's taxed at a very low rate. Another interesting thing that also um, some people may not know about is that UTMAs actually can be converted into 529. They can be rolled over into 529. But 529 cannot be rolled over into UTMA. Right? So you can actually start with UTMA account. And if for some reason you decide to, you know, uh, you know to just contribute more or have like, you know, completely taxed actually earnings later down the road or avoid, you know, maybe impact on financial aid, you can roll over the proceeds of UTMA into 529, but not vice versa. Got it. Okay. So let me, let me, um, cause I don't, I don't really understand UTMAs. Um, I'm like the rest of America. Uh, so <laughs> you, you, you mentioned that there's flexibility. I have the ability to, to invest in lots of different places. So where, where are the assets held? Like, can I just open up a, mm-hmm. a checking account and call it a UTMA or, or a, a brokerage account and call it a UTMA? Yeah, so so the assets are held um, in investment. So it's a custodial account. It specifically needs to be opened for the benefit of the child, right? Okay. So you cannot open the brokerage account, the savings account. It needs to be uh, opened like, you know, through qualified investment firm or like through UMass, right? Yeah. And uh, you should you should uh, name the child as a beneficiary, um, and then we invest currently uh, the, the proceeds in low cost Vanguard funds, you know. And basically, you can pick or we, we will actually recommend the right portfolio for you based on set of questions that determine your risk profile, you know, your risk tolerance, and and the goals. Got it. Okay. And the contributions. What is what is the what is I'm, let's just let's just use me as an example. So I open up an account for James and one for Jack, and I put in how how much can I put in every year? So every year, uh, basically similar to five twenty nine, you can put up to fifteen thousand per child, or for married couples, you can put up to thirty thousand okay. per child. Okay. Well, let's 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 not get crazy. Let's just do a thousand bucks a piece, just just for easy math. So what is the impact on, on, on my situation and then for, for, for the kids? So like if you make 1000 uh, a month contribution for each child, right? And let's say like we allocate you in the age-based portfolio based on the you know, age of the child, if, you know, it starts with like a little bit more aggressive allocation and it becomes more conservative over time. Um, Hypothetically, let's say you're making, you know, 6% annual return per year, right? So I, I don't know how, how old your kids are. but Four and one. Definitely four and one. Okay. So I would definitely say that it makes most uh, sense to start as early as possible, right? So we made some kind of, you know, quick analysis uh, that showed that if you invest only 10 bucks per day with this hypothetical return of 6% a year, Right, and you start when your kid is 
just one, you will have an opportunity to accumulate up to 120,000 in savings and investments in tax advantage say and with tax taxes by the time your child goes to college, right? So when your child is four years old, uh, by the time you, your child goes to college, you'll probably get around 100,000. But if you start later, <laughs> when the child is, say, 15 years old, uh, with this hypothetical situation, you'll be able to accumulate maybe only 20,000. So it's definitely worth to start as soon as possible. Yeah, that certainly makes sense. So do I get a, a deduction of any kind on the contribution? So it, like in both 529 and UTMA, you put uh, after tax dollars usually, right? Unless okay. you're uh, some state and you know, offers like a little bit of the break. But in California, hypothetically, right, 529 and UTMA doesn't make any difference. You just put after tax dollars. But the gain in the account will grow tax-free for 529. So all gains will grow tax-free grow, grow for 529. And the gains in UTMA will be growing uh, in a tax advantage way up to 2200 per year, if it makes sense. Got it. Yep. So the first thousand completely tax free, and the second uh, kind of thousand, uh, roughly speaking, is taxed at a very low rate of your child, your child's rate. Got it. Okay. And so, uh, come age eighteen, when when James is going to take this money out for college, um, the first so the all the money that that he put in or that I put in on his behalf comes out tax free. No, that's 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 the basis. Yes. Uh, for five twenty nine, everything comes comes out uh, tax free. For UTMAs, uh, let's say if you haven't accumulated more than one thousand per year in gains, then everything is tax free. Okay, but okay. So when when you say the 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 first thousand, does that include the contribution and interest, or is that just it's the contribution? It's it's you, all of it. Yeah, usually contributions are not counted in this analysis because you already divided like after tax dollars. So in both cases for 529 and UTMs, we're only talking about the gains. Okay, perfect. I just wanted to make sure that I understood that correctly. Okay, so nice. And so how, what are some of the other particulars about, about an, uh, a, a UTMA that I need to know? Uh, who who actually owns the account? How does how does that all work? Yeah, so the parent owns the account, and uh, the child becomes the account owner at the time of maturity. Meaning, like when you, your kids are eighteen or twenty one, depending on your choice, they will actually become the owners of the account. In my mind, it's also a great way to start teaching your kid about investing and why it's important, right, and how to use the funds. Uh, but basically, the, the beautiful part is that, you know, you've been saying for education, for example, for two of your kids, and for some reason, like, both of them got, you know, they were just brilliant, and both of them got full-ride scholarships, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you don't need the money for, for, for the college tuition. You can actually use the proceeds from UTMAs for anything else that benefits your kids, anything. Right, and and yeah. this is like not not uh, you are not subject to any penalty. So in five twenty nine, if that comes true <laughs> and you take the money out, the money will be penalized. The earning portion will be penalized by ten percent, and you lose tax advantages, right? And in UTMA, if that's true, like you don't need the money for education, you just want to use for anything else, then basically you can do that without incurring any penalty. 
Right. Yeah. I don't get hit with the 10% penalty if I use it for, for whatever. So got it. Okay. What are, uh, what are some of the, the, do you, do you receive pushback if you were selling against this, this, this concept, what would be some of the drawbacks that, that, that you would point to? Yeah, like so. One drawback uh, that I've heard is the impact on financial aid. Again, like we offering our solutions to people of all economic backgrounds, right? And a lot of our, you know, the kids um, coming from lower income families, uh, they rely on financial aid. Uh, and the difference between 529 and UTMA is that 529 affects your financial aid by only 5.6 percent, and UTMA may affect financial aid by about 20%. So this is a drawback, right? Sure. But there is also the workaround and, and uh, kind of solution. So as I mentioned, if you're getting close to college and you understand that you do need to get the financial aid and you like, initially started uh, saving through UTMA because you actually wanted that flexibility, you can roll over your UTMA account into 529 account in a non-taxable event. But unfortunately, as I mentioned, you just started with 529 and your, your, your child decided to uh, not to go to college or got a scholarship, but it's not an option of rolling over 529 into UTMA. That's why like, I would recommend to start with UTMA. I think that makes sense. I like it. Okay, Senya, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? All right. So, yeah, I, I would say like my tip is definitely don't let your kids fall into the student debt trap, right? Like, you know, try to avoid it by all means, but also do not assume that the state-sponsored financial plans like 529 are the right way to build a better future for your kids. Do your research, uh, reach out to us for help as financial advisors, and, you know, we would be you know, happy to help you save for your kid's future. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Ksenia, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can they start saving for their kids' future with y'all? Yes, they can find us in the Apple Apple's App Store and the Google Play Store and also online at unest.co. So it's unest.co. And George, I actually want to mention one more thing really quick, uh, that in December, uh, UNAS is launching the new exciting feature also based on our user's feedback that will allow family and friends contribute directly into the child's account so now that you don't have to ask for toys and clothes and unnecessary items your community can actually help you to build your child's future i love it well savage nation if you enjoyed this as much as i did show ksenia your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas go to unest.co and find them on the app store or the google play store share with a friend who also appreciates good ideas thank you again ksenia thank you george and until next time keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together spending too much time on social Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. 
go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.